exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. Newly hired men's golf coach Sam Purrier joining us here tonight on the Spartan Sports Rep. Coach Purrier, you won a national championship at Stanford last season. Uh, what are you going to apply from that experience uh, here at Michigan State? Obviously, we won the Big Ten last year, uh, but it seems you have hopes for bigger things. Absolutely. I think just the mindset. I mean, it's something simple. We just had a team meeting, and you know, when the guys are sitting around a table, and if you get them to start thinking, hey, I want to win a national championship, that begins to foster into everything that they do on a daily basis. I mean, the way they work out, the way they eat, the way they rest, the way they recover, the way they work out. Every simple thing has the same caveat. It's all connected to that, that ultimate goal, which is winning the national championship. Coach, you've stressed in interviews prior uh, at the onset of your hiring that you want to be the toughest, hardest-working, most fit, best-prepared team in the country. Do people, do people overlook the importance of being fit and being strong in the world of golf that's kind of looked at as, you know, in some people's eyes, a leisure sport? I think so, especially, I think not only is it overlooked, but I think what they fail to realize is in college golf, we're still playing a lot of 36 whole days. So you're taking a guy getting up at 5.30, getting to the range at 6.15, hitting balls, eating breakfast, playing 36 holes, finishing at 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the evening, going to bed and getting up earlier the next day. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, the average uh, trick around the golf course is five miles per 18 holes. So if you imagine a guy stopping and starting for 10 hours, uh, I mean, for yeah, doing, doing 10 miles in a span of 12 hours, that's a lot. It takes a toll. And what people don't realize is when the physical begins to weaken, so does the mind. Coach, before you were at Sanford, you were at Eastlake Junior Golf Academy in Atlanta. It seems that you have a special knack and obviously a talent in developing youth. Yeah, that's, that's, that's been my strong point. I mean, number one, I love kids. And my guys here at Michigan State know already that, hey, my door is always open. My phone is always on. Uh, you don't have to have a special invitation to come in my office or to come over to my house. I want to talk to you. I mean, because the key here is developing young men. We want, treat, we want to develop young men and help them again. I, I keep stressing we want to help them reach their ultimate goals. And yet at the same time, you take a young man and you develop him because you want him to become a man. And that's truly a process. To me, becoming a man is not a number. It's a process. Michigan State men's golf coach Sam Purrier joining us here tonight on the Spartan Sports Rep. Coach, obviously you're an African-American, one of the first head coaches in major Division One college golf. You have to be proud of that and you have to be proud of the strides that golf has taken for minorities. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm excited to be the first uh, African-American coach at a major university. I mean, that is exciting. But at the same time, the one the one constant in the entire equation is golf. I mean, I've been playing golf, and I've been around golf my whole life. My father, was, who's also African-American, was a small college All-American in 65. So golf is no new phenomenon to me. Uh, when, that, when, in fact, I'm from North Carolina. I mean, I've, the first sport I ever played was golf. You know, when I was coming up in North Carolina, Wake Forest had the great golf teams. My dad was a great golfer. All of your great African-American pros from Chuck Thorpe to Jim Thorpe to Charlie Sifford to Althea Gibson, I've seen them all play. You know, Coach, yeah. I've seen them all play. So it's, 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 for me, it's been a, a life pursuit of the thing that I've had at the most, which was golf. Coach, it seems that in terms of your relationships with players, that, that you're really pounding in this, uh, this attitude of building a relationship that you're not just coming here to, to do your time and then get on. You, it seems like you want to establish lifelong relationships with the players you recruit and come through this program. Absolutely, because what I want people to realize, when you come and play golf at Michigan State, you're not making a four-year decision. 
you make it a four to you. Coming to play golf at Michigan State is not something where after your four years are over, you're done with this. We're going to be in your life for the rest of your life. I mean, my goal is to come here to, to Michigan. I'm planting roots. I'm not looking to go anywhere. I think a lot of people are saying, hey, Sam, you're from the South, and you've lived in the West, and you now live in seven states. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. So my goal is not to come here to use this as a springboard to go somewhere else. I'm using here to plant roots and also be here the 40, 50 years, whatever it takes to make this program the best in the United States. Coach, we know that out west, we'll say it, the Pac-10 is somewhat of a powerhouse in golf. What do you say to a kid that's getting recruited by, say, Stanford, other teams out in the Pac-10 that, that have, we'll say it, better weather? Uh, what do you say to a kid that's getting recruited by them when you're, you're at their doorstep with the Michigan State polo on recruiting them to come to East Lansing? Well, I'll be honest with you. I think, actually, if a kid is, is from California, he's already realizing that the kids that are playing golf in California, they're burning out in November and December. At least here you're forced to put that club down and focus on the mental part of the game, the physical part of the game, and get that self-preparedness ready for when the weather breaks again in, 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 April, in March. You'll be surprised in California how many kids burn themselves out. Plus another thing, too, what, what, what a lot of the kids in California, and not just California, but Texas or Florida or whoever's listening to this show, I'll be honest with you, you benefit more by coming to a place like Michigan State from the diversity of people you're going to meet on campus, from the seasonal changes and the things that you're going to experience, you can't get that everywhere. That, and within itself, it, the well-roundedness makes you a better person. That prepares you for professional golf. One thing you'll notice, if you, if you do your statistics on a professional tour, a lot of guys from certain climates only do well in certain places. But when you, when you spell that a little deeper and you realize that guys that, are, that have had to play in, in rain that have had to play in cooler conditions, that have also had to play on different types of grasses, they're always better. Michigan State. That's a huge advantage. Michigan State men's golf coach Sam Perrier joining us. Coach, just a couple more for you. I know you're a busy man. You're just moving into town. So we, first of all, Coach, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate you taking time out of a busy day you've already had. So, Coach, we know you've had success fundraising in the past out at East Lake. A quarter of a million dollars you recorded from Chick-fil-A. What are your goals in uh, – in terms of fundraising for Michigan State, obviously you have a proven track record already. Well, my, my simple belief in fundraising is this, and Michigan State is really is, is, is why I'm, I'm here. I'm selling a great product. I'm not putting something in front of you that I don't believe in. When I put this Michigan State, State hat on that I have on right now, I believe in the product. So when I come, come to you and ask you to support this program, number one is for the kids. Number two, you're supporting a life, a, a life dream. Number three, you're giving these children, these kids, somebody else's children, an opportunity to be the best at what they can be. And we can't do it without the support. That's another thing I love about this community. And I think we have one of the best products in the United States to sell, that Michigan State product. That Block S reigns supreme in this part of the country. Coach, we know you guys are coming back defending Big Ten champions. You returned Ryan Brem, who, who arguably played neck and neck with Matt Harmon last season. You have to be thrilled that you're not coming into to a program that's rebuilding. You're coming into a team off of a Big Ten championship and, and a leader in Ryan Brem that is as solid as they come. Absolutely. I'm excited about that. But at the same time, uh, not only is Ryan a great player, he's a great person, but at the same time, I consider everybody on the team to be a Big Ten champion. From the first guy to the last guy, I don't differentiate. 
Last year is last year, and everybody will have to qualify. Everybody will have to work as hard as to continue to improve. One thing I've already stressed to the team is that every guy is accountable to the next guy. And that's the one message I'm, I'm preaching to the team. I have a pick system. I'll pick you for this tournament. You, I don't do that. I believe when you qualify, you earn your spot. When you go out and try to make it on a tour, whether it's the nationwide, whether it's the uh, big tour, you will qualify each week. You know, no one is going to give you a spot. I'm a big believer in qualifying, and I'll bring that same philosophy here to Michigan State. Men's golf coach Sam Purrier joining us here on the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight. Last one, coach. You got the Inverness Intercollegiate coming up on the 9th of September. What's your goals? Uh, what do you have to do to prepare the guys? Do you have to build some chemistry? What do you have to do going into that tournament to start the season? Well, right now we're going to get up and start running at 6.30 in the morning. We're going to get the physical started. We've also gotten classes under our belt. We're taking care of all of the details. We will be definitely detail-oriented, just taking care of the details, removing any and all obstacles so these guys can do while they, what they've come here to do, and that's to play golf. And I think if we, we focus on short game for the next couple of weeks, just working on some of those things that, that you know, in, at Eminence, and I don't know if you know the course, Eminence, if you have a good short game, you can win. And we're definitely going to be focusing on short game for the next couple of weeks. And I think these guys right now, according to what they, what they just told me five minutes ago, they're chomping at the bits for the opportunity. Hey, Coach, I know you're a busy man. You're busy taking care of your business. I'm going to let you go. But first, I want to thank you, and I want to welcome you into the Spartan family, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me, and thanks for your support of this Michigan State product. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of the family now. Hey, take care, Coach. Have a good one. Thank you. Recently hired men's golf coach Sam Purrier just joined us on the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll talk a little Michigan State hockey, and yes, we will get into football. We're five days away from the opener against UAB. You're listening to Dan Duggar and Ray Mara on the Spartan Sports Wrap. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a game member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, the Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned into the Spartan Sports Ramp right here on Impact 89 FM. I am anticipating something coming up at, at 8 o'clock. When I get to leave, we're having a work barbecue. My boss just called me. Maybe possibly, you know, rubbing his, in my face that he has a burger and, and eight hot dogs or something in front of him and some chips and I'm sure some dessert over there. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to get there for some barbecue. But more importantly, we have 38 minutes of quality sports talk to get through. want to thank Sam Perrier, recently hired men's golf coach right here at Michigan State, for taking time out of his day. He was up all day doing interviews at the stadium, at the press conferences, 
taking care of the TVs. Thanks to Coach Perrier for taking time out of his schedule to join us. Uh, don't forget, uh, MSUSpartans.com coming with extensive coverage of Olympic sports, whether it's whether you like the men's and women's soccer teams, whether you're a field hockey fan, uh, whether you're you're in when wrestling rolls around in the wintertime. Um, that's why I also work there, the official athletic website of Michigan State Athletics. I can't tell you to go there. I can't tell you to watch the videos. All I can simply do is direct you to the information, msuspartans.com. Um, some videos up on Coach Sam Perrier, who was just on our show. Uh, you can see he. We've talked. We talked this afternoon, and, and Coach was uh, happy enough to be on the show tonight. So I appreciate that. And also some volleyball content up there. And men's soccer opens up this weekend as well. So Joe Baum had some things to say as well. MSUSpartans.com. Uh, also hockey, the defending national champions season tickets renewals have gone on sale. So. I'm sure you already know that if you're a Spartan hockey fan and you need to get your tickets, I'm sure you're aware of that. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there for you guys. But Ray, uh, obviously you went to some games last year, as just as a, simply as a spectator. Uh, how do you how do you enjoy going to the games last year? I went to a handful myself. I think the atmosphere is great. Uh, coming from a person who's not a big hockey fan, uh, I enjoyed the game. The tickets are pretty reasonable, and the experience is great. The atmosphere is awesome. Obviously, we're defending national champs. We return both a captain now, Brian Lurg, and his cousin, not his brother, his cousin Jeff Lurg. So I, I'm expecting big things out of hockey. I'm excited. I'm not. I'm not the biggest hockey fan either. But I'll admit, I'm not the biggest NFL fan as well. You know, I I kind of stick to my college basketball, my college football, and in the NBA. You know, I, I just I I'll, I've said it a million times. Sundays, I'm doing homework. I'm taking a nap. You know, maybe you're into it because of the whole fantasy football aspect of it. But the NFL, it just doesn't appetize me. I, and then we got the whole Vic situation. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to Michael Vick a little bit later. I definitely think the fantasy football aspect plays, plays a lot of role in my uh, involvement in the NFL. I mean, I, I really personally don't like seeing the overbit, overplayed, play, overpaid players complain. And I don't know, I kind of enjoy college football better, but... Well, what, what's number one in your book? If if you've got a Saturday, say the NFL uh, hypothetically played on this Saturday, what what are you gonna watch? Uh, definitely college football. Uh, I just think you know the 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 kids are just representing their school, and and uh, I don't know. I just enjoy college football in the atmosphere. Absolutely, I'm I'm so pumped for Saturday. I I'm so ready to go. Saturday, UAB, twelve p.m. Spartan Stadium. We get to see the product. See the product. That's what, I, that's what I'm pumped about is we can see the product. If you want to get in touch with us, I'm going to put the phone number out there for you. We had uh, men's golf coach Sam Perrier on, uh, so the phone lines were tied up for a minute. Our number, 517-432-3893. Our email address, you want to get in touch there, wdbmsports at gmail.com. So multiple ways to get in touch. The number, once again, 517 517- Four three two thirty eight ninety three. We're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, I'm gonna dive into some football interviews that I did this week for you guys to listen. I've got Ju Conkrick, I've got Caleb Thornhill, both captains, and I've got Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer, the quarterback for you. Coming up, you're listening to the Spartan Sports Rep on Impact eighty nine FM. You're listening to Exposure on eighty eight point nine The Impact. 
Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Saturday nights from 8 p.m. until 2 a.m., tune into the cultural vibe to hear the best in both local and national hip-hop, plus live mixing on the ones and twos. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned into the Spartan Sport Trap right here every Monday night, making his rookie debut. This is night number one for my friend Ray Mar. He's alongside of me. He'll be here all year, folks, so get used to him. Get used to his opinions and his viewpoints, and he's going to bring it hard. Ray Mar in the house tonight. But uh, big ups, uh, my boss left me a message, said he's going to save me a hot dog at the staff barbecue that's going on now. I am, I'm gassed up for that. I am pumped. And how can you not be pumped for Michigan State golf? No lie. Sam Purrier is bringing a new enthusiasm to this program. Obviously, they are the Big Ten champs, but just talking to Coach Purrier there for a minute, it just, just had me fired up, made me want to go put on the, the Titleist cap and go swing them. Mara. Are you pumped? Would you? Would you? Wouldn't you love to play for this guy? Yeah, I do. He seems like a you know down to earth coach, and uh, I don't know. I think it'd be privileged to you know play for a former national champion. Absolutely, Sam Perrier joined us. Hey, if you miss a show, you miss an interview, and you, and you want to you want to listen to it. We have podcasting here at Impact eighty nine FM. Simply go to impact 89 fmcom Click on the podcast symbol. More than 30 shows that you can listen to there. The technology at this station, I'm just astounded by. Uh, we have a live stream if you're out of the Lansing area. We're going about 30 miles in each direction. If you are in the car, 88.9, or you have your handheld radio, whoever's listening to the radio. Uh, but if you miss, uh, or you or you're, you have internet access, impact89fm.com. The listen live symbol is in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, simply click that, and, and there we are, Monday nights, 7 to 8, if you're just joining us. My name's Dan Duggar. Um, I also work uh, for the Michigan State Sports Information Department, and they have done a, a great service, I believe, to Olympic sports. Um, if you're looking for more coverage on that, obviously we talk about the the, the big sports. You know, I don't want to degrade a sport. We just had the men's golf coach on for 15 minutes. Uh, but we're going to uh, major league football, basketball, women's basketball, hockey, but if you're looking for some tennis coverage, you're looking for field hockey coverage, uh, whatever it may be, that's an Olympic sport, track and field, cross country, uh, coming with video footage featuring yours truly, you know, get my mug out there, and, and podcasts up there. And but, uh, but more importantly, football has elected their captains, and game number one is just five days away. Um, whether you're excited or cautious, it, I, I'm particularly excited right excited or cautious heading into this season opener right definitely excited to see uh you know the new d'antonio regime uh i don't know i didn't think uh the spread offense fit our style last year and I, i'm really excited to see the you know the run first mentality take over this year as as far as defense are, are you, you are you a fan of the four three obviously it's more traditional where we run like a five we ran like a 
a four-two-five. We had like two linebackers, a bandit last year. Obviously, a more balanced defense. Yeah, it's more traditional style, style of defense, and you know, you know, teams all around the country use that defense, and I think it's a standard defense and should fit well in our system. Absolutely, four captains named. Uh, they are Pete Clifford, offensive lineman, J.U. Colcrick, the truck in the backfield. He's a running back behind Javon Ringer. Travis Key, he's uh, played some spot play. He spot plays. I'm not saying spot plays like he doesn't play a lot. He plays all over the secondary. He can You can plug and play him at corner. You can plug and play him at free safety, strong safety. Doesn't matter. But he is the third captain. And all, Coach said today, almost a unanimous pick, Caleb Thornhill. His brother was a captain, and his dad, the Mad Dog, Mad Dog Thornhill, who passed away earlier this year. We know Caleb's playing inspired football this year because he changed his number to number 41 in memory of his late father who played here. So obviously when you have that on your mind, you can use that as correct uh, catalyst. to, to your, He's going to be playing inspired. I am jacked to see this team play on Saturday. Just pumped. Um, for, I want to play an interview I had with J.U. Colcrick now. J, I sat down with J.U. after he was voted a team captain by both the coaches and the players. All of them had one single vote. J.U. Colcrick was like the captain. Here's what J.U. had to say. In this edition of the Spartan Sports Podcast, I'm here with senior running back J.U. Colcrick. First of all, J.U., congratulations. You've been voted by a team captain by the coaches and your fellow teammates. Being selected as one of four captains, what are your feelings on that as a leader of this team now? Uh, you know, it's just an honor, you know, to be um, first nominated by the team, by my teammates and voted by the teammates as captain. And that's an honor, and I'm looking forward to that challenge of leading the team. You're five rushing touchdowns away from cracking in the top ten at Michigan State all time. Uh, coming into Michigan State, did, was this a goal, or is this something that is a pleasant surprise to you and that just a testament to your hard work? Uh, you know, at first, you know, it was I didn't even know about it till actually the spring game when I read that in the little cut up there that they had. But you know, this is just I'm excited about it. You know, hopefully, you know, obviously get more than five touchdowns this season. But you know, it's just it's just um hard work on my part and also um the offensive linemen because you know without them you know, I couldn't do that. Speaking of your offensive line, uh, you've got two returning starters on the right side, Roland Martin. And Jesse Miller, uh, talk about it. Say you get a play call, run into an even hole. You have to be confident that things are going to open up behind that line. Oh yeah, definitely. You know they have experience under um, under their belt, and you know they just go out there. They're hard workers, and you know just um, get the job done. You know, like you said, you know, if when I get a play call to the um, right side, you know it's okay. You know I'm going to at least get five yards on this on this carry. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, you share the backfield with both Brian Hoyer and Javon Ringer. Can you talk about what it is to, to play behind Brian Hoyer? Uh, you know, Hoyer's a real smart kid, you know, real athletic. He has an arm on him, and, you know, people don't think he can move in the in – the, they think he's just a pocket quarterback, but, you know, he also can move. What's it like sharing the backfield with Javon? Uh, Javon, you know, he's an explosive runner. You know, anytime he touches the ball, you know, it, anything big can happen. You know, and that that's always exciting just watching him play. And uh, it's a great change of pace for, with me and him. You have great speed, to you great edge speed. You can break one long. And we've seen you in the past just run people into the ground. As a running back, would you rather be feared or respected? Uh, you know, actually a combination of both, you know, because um, – if they fear you, they, you know, they must respect you in a way, too. So, you know, like I want defensive backs to be, you know, when they see me coming, like, oh, no, not this guy again. You know, that's my goal. Career-high 15 receptions last season. Uh, with your size, speed, 
and obviously catching ability, uh, you, you're just the complete back, and you got to be proud of that as a testament probably to your hard work in all those areas. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's something I try to work on, you know, be an all-around back. And, you know, some people say I'm, I don't have hands, but, you know, I'm just going out there, you know, proving them wrong every every game. As for you've been in now spring camp and now into the fall, uh, who are some surprise players in your eyes on each side of the ball? Um, a guy that really surprised me, you know, um, on the defensive side was um, it's Chris D. Rucker. You know, he's a defensive back, and, you know, he's just out there every day making plays and, you know, has great, great speed, and he breaks well on the ball. Offensively, I have to go with um, the fellow running back Andre Anderson. This kid's a hard worker, and you know he just goes out there every day and gets the job done. Senior running back, uh, just discussing. Uh, he he was just elected as a team captain, one of four. Also, Pete Clifford, Ju, Travis Key, and Caleb Thornhill elected captains. We know Caleb has battled injuries throughout his five-year career. He had the tragic loss of his father last season, uh, but Caleb playing inspired football this year and he is pumped up for UAB on Saturday. I had a chance to sit down with Caleb this past weekend and here's what Caleb Thornhill, newly elected captain, had to say. In this edition of the Spartan Sports Podcast, I'm here with senior linebacker Caleb Thornhill. First of all, Caleb, congratulations. You've been selected as a team captain and through the injuries you've battled and the personal struggles in your life that you've overcome, uh, this has to be a rewarding day for you. Uh, definitely a rewarding day. Uh, I appreciate it um, that my team, you know, voted me a captain. You know, it's been a long road these five years, and uh, we've been through ups and downs. But it's uh, awesome to start uh, be a captain on the a new chapter in Spartan football. Despite battling injuries, wear and tear of a Big Ten football season, you've started 21 straight games at middle linebacker in a row. Um, there's not much that can keep you off the field, is there? Not much. Uh, it's going to take a lot, especially this year, to keep me off the field. And um, you know, I'm I'm going to battle through some injuries, obviously. But uh, you know, I just hope to keep um, keep playing and keep that streak alive. You'll wear your late father's number 41 this year. His legacy here at Michigan State has to be quite the motivation for you in your senior year as a captain. Definitely a good, uh, very good motivation. Uh, I'm looking forward to holding, the, for, um, putting on the 41, and definitely representing what he. He did for Michigan State as well as my brother, and uh, it's basically a tribute to the whole Thornhill family. Uh, I'm going to have some family coming up that's never seen me play before that's on his side from down south, so that'll be good to get some of his family members up here and, um, you know, show how I represent, um, you know, number 41 for me and him. Absolutely. You're slated to start alongside Sam linebacker John Mish. Happens to be 55 pounds lighter than J.U. Kalkrick. What has he done to impress you throughout this summer and now fall camp? Be a maniac as usual. His motor just keeps going. He's always out there in practice yelling. And in between two a days, he's playing Guitar Hero. The man, the guy just is nonstop. And uh, it's it's exciting to play next to him, though. You know, he's a little guy, but he packs a, packs a good punch. You're a captain, obviously. And in the 4-3 defense, they look to the middle linebacker as somewhat of a quarterback. What What do you have to do to be a solid leader on that defensive unit? Um, just keep everybody up, you know, when times get tough, uh, you know, I'm going to be out there, you know, calling the plays just like a quarterback would. So it's important for me to get the calls in and be as crisp as possible. You know, I'm going to be tired out there giving calls, but you have to, you know, remain calm and stay confident when you're calling the plays and have everybody on the same page. So, cause if you get a call wrong, the whole defense screws up. So, um, you know, I, I definitely look that as a big, uh, as a big responsibility that, uh, I definitely have to take charge of. 
Obviously, you've seen firsthand Coach Narduzzi's intensity as your defensive coordinator. Is that a key attribute that, that you're happy to have in your defensive coordinator? Definitely. He, uh, he's a funny guy in the meetings, too. That helps out. But uh, he's definitely fiery, wants us to run to the ball and uh, get excited about it. Uh, and we've been doing that this fall camp. And uh, hopefully you see that in Spartan Stadium on September 1st. In the secondary, you have very strong, you're very deep, arguably one of the best free safeties in the in the nation in Otis Wiley. That has to give you some comfort to take some risks and make some plays as a linebacker. Uh, definitely. I know that Otis is, uh, you know, my last line of defense and that, you know, take some shots at, you know, maybe diving after somebody or trying to make uh, that that play, you know, and knowing that he's back there uh, in my uh, to clean up the tackle if I don't make it is uh, definitely a positive. It allows uh, defense as a whole to take some more risks in terms of blitzing and whatnot. So it's definitely a plus for us. Heading into UAB one week to go, you have to be excited to hit somebody else that's not wearing green and white. You don't even know. Uh, I can't wait to get a hold of one of those Blazers, man. So uh, we'll definitely have a good time on September 1st. That was Captain Caleb Thornhill. His thoughts on being elected captain and obviously heading into UAB on Saturday. I'm going to take a quick break. When we return, we will discuss the UAB Blazers. Got a chance to sit down with quarterback Brian Hoyer today. You'll see what he had to say in just a few minutes. You're listening to Ray Morrow and Dan Duggar right here on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Smoking Helpline. Yes, I need to start smoking right away. Excuse me? I need to start smoking. Well, actually, it's the Stop Smoking Helpline. The people in the apartment next to mine smoke three packs a day, and it drives me crazy. So I'm thinking four packs will do it. I think you want MySmokeFreeApartment.org. It gives you the information you need to work toward a smoke-free apartment building. A smoke-free building? Without all that smoking? Uh, yeah, that's right. Make your apartment smoke-free without making a stink. MySmokeFreeApartment.org. When you get up in the morning and turn on the radio, you don't want to hear those other guys talking on your way to work, do you? You don't want to hear talking. You want to hear music. So here at The Impact, we are making you a promise. We're calling it the More Music Mornings 89 Second Play. We, The Impact, pledge that every weekday morning from 8 to 10 a.m., we will shut up and play music. We pledge that we won't talk for more than 89 seconds at a time, meaning more music all morning long. We pledge that every caller who requests a song between 8 and 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, will be entered to win a great Impact prize. And we pledge that in return for your listening to us, we will listen to you and play more music that you want to hear. So tune into The Impact for more music mornings. Let us know what to play, and maybe you can win some cool stuff. Only here on 88.9 The Impact. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure, our weekly evening one-hour talk show segments. Monday night is my slot. I'm Dan Duggar here, your host on the Spartan Sports Rep right here on MSU Student Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have an email, we have an email address if you'd like to hit us up. It's wdbmsports at gmail.com. Also, we have a phone number want to chime in. We're talking Michigan State football five days away from the season opener. We've talked with Michigan State men's golf coach Sam Perrier, just hired as a head coach. A great message that the university is sending. Af- hiring one of the first African-American coaches in major Division One history. 
I'm thrilled that Sam Purrier's here. And just listening to Coach in our interview just a few moments ago, about 10, 15 minutes ago, I'm jacked. It makes me want to pull out the pinks, pull out the Titleist cap, and hit the links. I, sh- I wish I would have played golf growing up if I knew this guy was headed to East Lansing. Thrilled to have Sam Perrier in East Lansing, the newest head coach at Michigan State, the third head coach in the last nine months. Transition period at Michigan State, but we are headed in the right direction. Heading in the right direction is Michigan State. We got UAB on Saturday, high noon, Spartan Stadium. The first three games, high noon at Spartan Stadium. Team tired of beating up on each other, obviously, getting monotonous, playing against the same people. You see the blitzes coming. Defenses, you see the plays coming. You're just getting sick of it. But heading into in, heading into game one, Ray, what are you looking for out of this team to establish early? The run game. I mean, UAB is very uh, inexperienced up front. They have a, they have a starting uh, nose guard who is a freshman. And uh, I think uh, State's offensive line, who's littered with 300-pounders, is just going to dominate. I uh, I expect you know state to run all over him. Absolutely. With with uh, we were talking today. I heard I heard someone ask a journalist asked a question today. I believe it may have been Steve Grinzel from M Live and Gannett Newspapers. So you know I'll give him his props for for a very good question. He was talking to Ju Calker and he, and he asked Ju. He said, "Is there a possibility to have two one thousand yard rushers on this team this year? Uh, could you see that as a possibility? Javon and Ju running for a, a thousand apiece." Uh, it's definitely a possibility, but I don't know. The Big Ten's tough, and you know they play hard-nosed football. And uh, I don't know. State's kind of you know in the middle of the pack, so it's gonna be very tough for those two to you know eclipse a thousand yards. I'll say Javon Ringer will get well beyond a thousand. A healthy Javon Ringer is going to rush for, I'll say thirteen hundred yards. You know, I don't like to predict, but he is just so talented and he works so hard. Coming back from knee injuries to to be a hundred percent healthy, and he is hungry. Javon Ringer ready to go. But, yeah, obviously I'm looking to get the the running game established early because that's what we've talked about. That has been, you know, the major label of, of spring ball now, summer ball, and into fall camp, this running game. You know, we're going to pound the ball down your throat. And that's what I'm looking for, and I'm looking – I'm really looking forward to see J.U. Conker get some extended carries. The big fella from from Africa, baby, <laughs> pounding the rock from Liberia. J.U., great guy, great interview. Uh, we played that a few moments ago. Don't forget, you miss a show, you miss an interview we play. Everything is podcasted. Impact9fm.com. Simply click on the podcast logo, and there's the Spartan Sports Rap as your second selection. You can just click on the archives there, and you'll see... Numerous shows, but sat down with Brian Hoyer today, starting quarterback. Yes, he, <clears throat> he saw, saw some spot action last year, but Hoyer will start his first season opener Saturday against UAB. Here's what QB number seven had to say this afternoon. This edition of the Spartan Sports Podcast, I'm here with starting quarterback Brian Hoyer. First of all, Brian, heading into your first season as a not really penciled in starter, but the starter, your offense, your thoughts heading into the first week. Just excited, you know, to finally get a chance to play against someone else rather than going against our defense for the past, you know, three weeks and then in the spring. So just a chance to get out there and, and be the starter against another team. As far as UAB, what are you guys looking to establish early? Is it is it very elementary you want to get the run going? Or, or what, what are your goals to establish early in that game? I think, you know, establishing the run first is going to be a key part. Um, you know, we haven't really gotten into our UAB practices, but just from last night practice, um, you know, we get we worked on a lot of running plays, a lot of eye back stuff like that. But 
as the week goes on, you know, we'll, we'll start to implement other parts of the offense as well. We see true freshman Mark Dell emerge as a starter, a wide receiver. You have to like that as a, as a young and, and hungry receiver out there in Dell. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he's out there to play and out there to make plays. And uh, throughout the fall camp, you know, he, he stepped up his level and, you know, took that opportunity and seized it. And, uh, you know, he's not afraid to get out there and, and uh, he runs great routes and he's going to do a great job. As far as injuries, you guys came out of fall camp pretty clean, pretty solid, and everyone seems to be healthy for the most part. You have to be pleased with that, that you have all your weapons at your disposal, especially on offense. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the best that I can remember, you know, coming out pretty much injury-free, uh, nothing serious, anything like that. So having everybody healthy is uh, definitely key for the start of the season. And what's your goal as a team leader this week, uh, getting your guys prepped? Some guys that obviously haven't played in a home opener and obviously a very anticipated opener this Saturday. Yeah, you know, just go out there, tell people it's just a game, you know, go out there and, and play their game. Everyone's going to be excited. Everyone's going to be hooting and hollering. But, uh, you know, once you get out there, it's just like uh, practice. You know, you just go through, do your thing, and make sure you take care of your business, and it'll be all right. That was quarterback Brian Hoyer got a chance to sit down with Hoyer this afternoon. Um, obviously, at the at the beginning of those interviews, you hear a little something different, you know, in this edition of the Spartan Sports Podcast. Uh, that's courtesy of MSUSpartans.com. I, w- I work for them as well, that office. Uh, they've been kind enough to give me that opportunity, and we podcast those on the website as well, MSUSpartans.com. Uh, for all, that's all your official athletic information. Obviously, the frequency of my show, I'm on once a week. There's only so much information I can put into one hour of sports broadcasting. So Michigan State's official athletic website, msuspartans.com. I can direct you to information. I can make it available, tell you where it is. I can't say go there because we're nonprofit. You know, we gotta we got to put out there for new listeners, right? Some people don't understand. That's why we run PSAs during our commercials. But I'm, I'm here with Raymar. I'm Dan Duggar. We're, I'm just going to go over some quick uh, personnel issues on the depth chart that you may not be aware of as Spartan football fans. Starting at the wide receiver position at the X, number six, Mark Dell. He is a true freshman, and he has just been amazing in preseason camp. He is also slated to be the punt returner ahead of Terry Love. Mark Dell starting in front of Deion Curry. At the other wide receiver position, we're staying the same. Devin Thomas, Terry Love. Uh, also, TJ Williams not on this depth chart. Obviously, you know that you probably know the situation there. Off the field issues. We don't need to get into that. Um, also, we're looking to center John Masters, left tackle Pete Clifford, left guard Kenny Shane. I'm going ridiculously out of order. Right guard Roland Martin, right tackle Jesse Miller, uh, tight end Kellen Davis. Uh, at quarterback, Brian Hoyer. And the backups, there's no clear backup yet. Connor Dixon or Nick Foles. At fullback, Jeff McPherson, the former walk-on, the nephew of former Michigan State President Peter McPherson, will start at fullback. And at running back, boy, are we deep, and I love it. Javon Rackamup Ringer, number 23, starting at running back, backed up by the truck, J.U. Crick. And then A.J. Jimerson and Andre Anderson, the true freshman, battling it out for number three. you got to love our depth at running back. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more deeper uh, running back systems or running back tandems in the Big Ten. And, uh, you know, I, I like the combination of, you know, speed and, you know, power. And, you know, it's just a really in-depth uh, running back system. Defensive end of things, uh, defensive end Brandon Long, uh, defensive tackle Justin Kershaw. I'm a big fan of Kershaw. He's a great guy. He's got his head on straight, and he's moved from defensive end to tackle. So look for him to be making some plays and getting through that line because he is very quick 
and very strong. Nose tackle, Ojemdi Nuabo. We call him OG, the big fella from Cali. He has made some strides, and uh, there's some players on the Michigan State team that say on the defensive end, OG has made the most strides since last year. He came from JUCO, started last year, so obviously one year of Big Ten under your belt, you got to be ready to go again. Uh, defensive end at the other side, Irvin Baldwin, G-Ball. He is solid as well. As Sam Backer, the missile, John Mish, as he is colloquially, if I've even said that right, colloquially, <laughs> as, I, as I sputter, I'm trying to be smart, as he is colloquially known as the missile, Two, all 200 pounds. That's why I laughed in that Colcrick interview, because I got Caleb Thornhill standing behind Colcrick while I do this interview. Or yeah, or yeah, Caleb's back there, and he's la- and we're laughing because Ju's got fifty five pounds on the on the on the linebacker on the strong side linebacker of the the running back is fifty five pounds heavier. That's somewhat ironic, but at the same time, John Mish is outstanding. I'm sure you'll see it on the field Saturday at Mike linebacker. We know who it is, Caleb Thornhill. We just had an interview with him a few minutes ago at the weak side. Will we got Eric Gordon, number forty three. Get familiar with Eric Gordon. He's going to be making plays. At corner, Kendall Davis-Clark. Free safety. The I'll, I'll say it. One of the best in the nation, Otis Wiley. He's only a junior, folks. You will see Otis Wiley play at the next level. Outstanding free safety. Nehemiah Work, what a tandem back in the deepest part of the, of the defense. Nehemiah Work and Otis Wiley. Nemo. Is, is as hungry as I've ever seen a player on that football team. Nemo is ready to go. And at the other corner, Ross Weaver. Ross was broke his ankle in the preseason last year. Uh, he was, I believe he was going to compete for a starting position, rehabbed, and now he's back. So Ross Weaver at the other corner. I'm really, I, I have, I have a sense of security with this, with these, with the secondary. I like what I see. Obviously. Last year, I believe we gave up like the second most red zone touchdowns in the nation. A weakness was our secondary, but we're here to talk about the positives. Our secondary, our corners, I think uh, on the whole, the secondary's improved. Yeah, definitely last year. I mean, we gave up a bunch of big plays, and I expect this year that, uh, you know, we'll cut down on the big plays this year, and hopefully, we'll, you know, we'll be, uh, that will uh, keep us in, you know, close ball games. Throughout um, the season. A quick note on the offensive line, Mike Getve. He is uh, rehabbing it maybe three to four weeks till he returns. He is a regular starter on that offensive line. So he is he is rehabbing it. He had ner- like nerve damage in his shoulder. So he's coming along slowly, but surely he is addressing in, co- in contact in practice. Uh, at kickoff, we have got Todd Bolesky, Mr. Mohawk, and Brett Swenson, one of the best place kickers in the nation. Uh, he's at the place kicker position. Um and obviously Brian Hoyer starting at quarterback, and I, I'm comfortable with Brian Hoyer. He's not going to try to do too much. He's got a very strong arm, and, and I may even go on a limb and say he's just a strong arm, and maybe even more accurate than Drew Stanton. I'm really pleased with Brian Hoyer and the way he's leading this team, qui- quietly leading. You know, we didn't get voted as a captain. You're not hearing any grumbling, as neither did Otis Wiley. But at the same time, you know this team is focused. They're going to be mentally tough. Under Coach D'Antonio, and I think that's one of the points we talked about in the break that you, you know you're looking for a mentally tough squad. Yeah, definitely. Last year we made uh, you know a lot of you know kind of dumb penalties, but I think this year I think the mental toughness will you know overcome that, and uh, hopefully we we'll cut out on those penalties. It seems that mental toughness is just seeping through all of athletics. We got Sam Purrier, the new golf coach, talking about running at 6:30 in the morning. 
So tough, tough break for the golfers there. They're gonna be, they're gonna be tough as well. So look out over there at Forest, at Forest Acres. <laughs> they are, they're gonna be. I, I guarantee they'll be in shape though. But I mean, if you look at the professional golf club. Look at Tiger Woods. He's jacked. He could play outside linebacker for us right now. He's probably got eighty pounds on Mish. Okay, but Tiger, you know, golf is, is overlooked sometimes in terms of athleticism because people look at John Daly and try to gauge try to gauge athleticism. You got Big John Daly, chain smoking, drinking out. You know, you know, admitted gambler. Yeah, you know, drunk by the ninth hole. You know, he's you know he's. He's he's got his weight issues, but he plays good golf, and people see that and say, you know, you don't have to be athletic for golf. Golf's just a hobby. I stand today saying golf is a sport. Absolutely, but hey, you're listening to Spartan Sports Rep on Impact eighty nine FM. We got about four minutes left. You want to drop us an email? WDBMSports at gmail dot com. The phone number for the last five minutes here five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. UAB coming up on Saturday. Quick preview. They're a very similar program to us. They have a new head coach, Neil Callaway. Uh, they're going to be just like us on the offensive end as well. They're going to be very traditional. They're going to try to establish the run just like us. Uh, their, rece- their receivers are unproven. Um, at quarterback, they did have a little disparity there to start, but Sam Hunt will start at quarterback. Uh, the backup quarterback, Jill Webb, will start at wide receiver. So obviously those guys, versatile players. And like we talked about earlier today, Ray, uh, you like the combination at quarterback, and you think that may be one of their their strengths on the offensive side of the ball, one of few. Yeah, definitely uh, Sam Hunt and Joe Webb are uh, splitting time this year. And uh, I think uh, when Sam Hunt's taking snaps, uh, Webb is going to be split out in wide receiver. And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I believe in the two-quarterback system, but... I don't know, I guess... Uh, it, it worked, we, they say, oh, it worked at Florida. Yeah, but, but, but at the same time, you don't have consistency under its end. Yeah, they're definitely, I mean, they're definitely not Florida and, uh, you know, they're a smaller school. They got a, they're not, you know... They're not the SEC, they're the, yeah. they're Conference USA. I, I agree with they, you. They are lacking depth, so I guess uh, if one of the quarterbacks is one of their more elite athletes, I guess, you know, it's good to put them, you know, split them out at receiver and utilize that uh, asset. But but you look at this team that you got a new head coach, new assistants. You know their defense are not looking at a UAB defense. Their coordinator from Tulane, so you got to analyze Tulane's defense. Georgia, their head coach was at Georgia, offensive coordinator there for a while. So you got to look at the philosophy, philosophies coming from UGA, U, University of Georgia. Uh, but their defense, I think the Spartans can rack up many points on this defense. Very inexperienced. Uh, the team as a whole lost 28 seniors last year, and that defensive line we talked about it earlier, very inexperienced. Yeah, they they have a combination of you know freshmen and sophomores starting at the defensive line, so I mean they're very thin. I mean, and they lack experience most of all. And you know I, I expect state you know again to run down their throats. So so we're game planning. We're, me and you are sitting in the war room, right? We're game planning for this game. Uh, is it is it simply you know there's there's a there's a unique science to football, but is it simply establish the run? Against this young UAB defensive line, you're going to draw linebackers up. You're going to draw more into the box, and then we'll drop back and throw the ball over top. Yeah, I, I definitely think. I mean, establishing run, the run is the most important thing. I mean, but you know, as as far as Michigan State goes on the defensive end, what are you looking for from Michigan State? Is it just simply cutting out the penalties, wrapping up on tackles, or is it, is it just simply come out and play hard? I mean, I, I expect them to be more aggressive uh, this year. I mean, last year they seemed, you know, laid back and kind of on their heels. I think, you know, they're going to have a more hard-hitting team. And 
I think the aggressiveness will kind of take over. Hey, obviously with head coach Harlan Bar or pardon me, Pat Narduzzi, Harlan Barnett's in charge of the secondary, but Coach Narduzzi has been emphasizing swarming to the ball. Like like in high school, everybody touch the ball, everybody get to the ball on defense. Obviously stressing that. But UAB, Michigan State, 12 p.m., Spartan Stadium. I got a new segment. It's the Spartan Sports Podcast Rewind. A look back at the week that was in Spartan Sports. We recap everything in highlights. I'm going to end the show on that. Thank you for listening. Uh, and take a listen at the week that was in Spartan Sports. We'll be right back here next Monday with your official recap of UAB, Michigan State. Spartan Sports Podcast Rewind. We take a look at the week that was in all of Spartan Sports. Field hockey faced Michigan in an exhibition match Tuesday, besting the Wolverines 4-1. The success continued on Saturday as the Spartans hosted the Champions Invitational Tournament. Led by sophomore Jamie Deacon's two goals, the green and white down number 17 Louisville 4-1. Senior Becky Manning and junior Geraldine Rayner each added a tally as well. The squad captured the tournament title Sunday by defeating Ohio 3-2 in overtime. Becky Manning netted the game winner while Flor Ritma and Gwen Riley also scored. Women's volleyball opened their regular season on the road at the USC Trojan Invitational in Los Angeles. The Spartans dropped their first match to number 6 USC 3-0 on Friday. The team also lost Saturday to Loyola Marymount 3-1 and fell in their last match of the weekend against St. John's 3-1. Ashley Schatzel posted three double-doubles on the weekend and led the team with 55 kills. Men's soccer got underway with two exhibition matches. In the first, the Spartans defeated the University of Illinois Chicago on Wednesday, 2-1 at Old College Field, thanks to goals from seniors Rashawn McKenzie and Kenzo Webster. MSU then traveled to Fort Wayne, Indiana Friday to take on Akron, where they lost 2-0. The women's soccer team was also successful in their first exhibition match of the season, defeating Western Michigan 4-0 in Kalamazoo. Sophomore Lauren Hill led the way with two goals, while freshman Kara Freeman and senior Maureen Pawlik each found the back of the net once. Check back every Monday for the Spartan Sports Podcast Rewind, and as always, stay up to date on all of your favorite Spartan sports at msuspartans.com. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.